<laughs> well, uh, I guess I'm not surprised that, that Biden doesn't remember me. Um, I guess the question is, is what else has he forgotten? Uh, <laughs> Biden's forgotten about the crisis at our southern border, I can tell you that. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the inflation that's biting the budgets of families all throughout our country. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the demonstrators who are fighting for freedom down in Cuba. And Biden's even forgotten about the Constitution itself, as we saw with what he did with this moratorium. And I can just tell you, I'm the governor who protects parents in their ability to make the right choices for their kids' education. I'm the governor who protects the jobs and education and businesses in Florida by not letting the federal government lock us down. I'm the governor who answers to the people of Florida, not to bureaucrats in Washington. How you doing, people? I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message for today, March 23rd, 2022. And yeah, that's right. That is my governor, Ron DeSantis, right here in the great, the free, and the flourishing state of Florida. And the elderly gentleman that we played before him, uh, that's Joe Biden, the man pretending to be president of the United States, doesn't know who Ron DeSantis is, which it's either a joke or he honestly doesn't. <laughs> the choice is yours. Uh, and DeSantis just smacked him down. So what we are gonna do with the show today is a real compare and contrast of what we've done for the first two days this week, where on Monday and Tuesday this week, I think I did a pretty freaking good case, if I can pat myself on the back for just a moment, of how obvious it has become that the Democrats and the powers that be and their allies in the media and in big tech are honestly trying to destroy the United States of America. We went through all the policies, whether it's policing or immigration or the economy, culturally, all of the stuff. That's what we laid out for these uh, first two days this week. And today we're gonna contrast that with what's going on right here in Florida, because in Florida, we are standing up for America, we're standing up for freedom and for liberty, and it's being led by that guy right there. Because you know what I always say to you guys is we just need hope. America is an idea, and it's an idea based on hope, right? Hope that people can live freely. It's not, it's not just the default position that people will live free. There's a lot of bad people out there. There's a lot of bad ideas out there. Human history is littered with authoritarian leaders who crush down on people who want to live freely and want to use their minds and flourish and live the way they want to live, right? And we're seeing that all over the world right now, right? Uh, Joe Biden yesterday, the clip we started the show with yesterday, he's ushering in a new world order and he hopes that America will lead it. We'll see about that. I mean, I have, I have a small feeling that China has another idea on that one. Um, I don't want the new world order. What I want is freedom. And I, what I want is happening right here in Florida. And we're gonna lay out a freaking case today. I've been a prosecutor all week. I was, I was prosecuting Joe Biden uh, for the first two days this week. Well, uh, now we're gonna do a little defense. He doesn't need my defense, actually, but it's gonna be a defense of Ron DeSantis and really a, a, a model of how you do it right, which is a fine segue to remind you that the Don't Burn This Country book tour is coming. And the first three stops are right here in Florida, yeah, that's right. We're gonna be in Orlando on April 18th. Special guest announced soon. 
April 19th in West Palm Beach. Special guest announced soon. Clearwater, Florida on April 20th with Benny Johnson. Uh, April 21st in Raleigh, North Carolina with Andrew Claven from The Daily Wire. April 22nd with the Willy Wonka of politics, Michael Malice. April 23rd in Chicago, guest announced soon. April 24th in Dallas, Texas with my man Glenn Beck. Uh, April 25th in Washington, D.C. We're going to the swamp with Megan McCain. April 26th in West Nyack, New York with Megan Kelly. May 11th, Brea, California with Dennis Prager. Uh, May 12th, Oxnard, California with Larry Elder. May 15th, San Jose, California, guest announced soon. May 16th, Phoenix, Arizona with the next senator from the great state of Arizona, Blake Masters. And May 18th, Denver, Colorado, guest announced soon. You can get your tickets and the VIP tickets are all going real fast. Uh, so you may want to jump on that. DaveRubin.com slash events. And uh, as I said, I am going to be laying out a case I've got paper in front of me, okay? We printed words on paper, okay? I've got a Sharpie. It's a big show, people. Uh, we're gonna be laying out a case that freedom can be fought for and there's a way to do it and this is the home of freedom and you just need good people to stand up. Real quick before we get to that, I wanna talk to you guys about Cozy Earth. You know, if you appreciate the softness and comfort of truly luxury bedding, you're gonna love today's sponsor, Cozy Earth. I seriously, seriously love this brand. Cozy Earth is a renowned for offering the softest, most luxurious, environmentally friendly, and ethically produced bedding today. So it's not surprising that Cozy Earth has received thousands of five-star ratings, like this recent review from Carol. Who'd ever think a set of sheets would make a difference in how you sleep? The first night I used the sheets, I slept straight through, and every night since, no more overheating, waking, tossing, and turning, just incredible sleep. Cozy Earth sheets are made from the finest luxury materials, including soft viscous from highly sustainable bamboo and their bedding is not only super soft, lightweight and breathable, but also temperature regulating. So you sleep at the perfect temperature year round. The sweatpants are awesome too. Cozy Earth even offers a hundred night sleep trial, which means you have up to a hundred nights to sleep on it, wash it and try it out. <clears throat> if you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. And for a limited time, you can save 35% on Cozy Earth. Just go to cozyearth.com Dave and enter Dave at checkout to save 35% right now. That's CozyEarth.com slash Dave. And be sure to enter Dave at checkout for 35% off. And now back to me. Okay, for two days, I have laid out the case that Joe Biden and the Democrats want to destroy America. They either want to destroy America, and that is the goal, or these are the most inept buffoons in the history of government. And I don't just mean American government. I mean any government of all time, anywhere, on earth. Everything that they are doing is destroying America, economically, culturally, philosophically, everything, everything that they are doing. Just look, you don't, you don't even need me to tell you. Look at the price of goods. Look at the supply chain. Look at foreign policy, gas, the whole thing. You guys all get it, but it's being done right here in Florida. And, and this is what I want to reverberate throughout the country, that there is a way to do it right. And Ron DeSantis is the guy who's doing it right. So first off, we did a whole bunch over the last two weeks on Bill, Florida Bill, HB 1557, which the media repeatedly was calling the don't say gay bill, even though the word gay is not in the bill and it had nothing to do with homophobia or discrimination. In essence, as you guys know, the bill was about not allowing teachers meaning government employees to talk to kindergartners through third grade about gender identity or sexuality. 
which is not something that anyone other than a parent should be talking to a kid about, especially at that age. And kids certainly aren't thinking of those things at that age. But the media went bananas. Ron DeSantis is a homophobe. Florida is going to hunt down the gays. All the usual nonsense. Uh, well, Ron DeSantis is just fighting back. He's just fighting back. Clip one. And so I would just tell people it's a free country. Do what you believe in. But understand, if you are out protesting this bill, you are by definition putting yourself in favor of injecting sexual instruction to five, six, and seven-year-old kids. I think most people think that's wrong. I think parents especially think that's wrong. Yes, most people do think it's wrong. And although the amorphous mob runs through Twitter and the blue check wackadoodles and you know journalists, whatever you want to call them, are all calling him a homophobe and saying this is backwards. We all know, everyone knows you don't want anyone. Why would you want a state employee or anyone other than a parent discussing with a six-year-old, a first grader, gender identity? And then being able to hide that from the parent. The bill actually is mostly about transparency, that you wouldn't hide things from parents, that parents have a right to know what's going on in school. Uh, so he's pushing back. And, and not only is he pushing back, but then he had a sit down with the CEO of Disney and basically told the Disney guy to, to take a walk, which is not an easy thing for uh, a governor of Florida to do because, you know, Disney is here in Orlando, a lot of employees and everything else. But as DeSantis pointed out, you know, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the people who bring the kids to Disney are parents. And uh, you may be careful. You may be playing with fire here. And now Disney has a whole, in essence, they have a shitstorm on their hands because you've got the CEO sort of saying, ah, we don't know what to do. We're going to pull money out of Florida and the employees are saying, you're still not pro-gay enough for us or whatever it is. Ah. Uh, but DeSantis is continuing because, you know, the other story this week is that there was this big women's 500-yard freestyle swimming championship. And it was won, it was won by a biological male by the name of Leah Thomas. Okay, this is someone who was something like 450th in men's swimming who decided to transition. And you know my position on this. If an adult wants to do anything with their life, live how they wish, change their name, wear whatever they want, that's fine once you're an adult. It's a different thing when you're a kid. But in essence, Leah Thomas is a biological male with biological male genitals. I will leave it at that. The girls are now seeing that in the locker room. Uh, who won first place? Uh, but DeSantis... He ain't putting up with that either. If you look at what the NCAA has done uh, by allowing basically men to compete in women's athletics, in this case, the swimming, you had the number one woman who finished was from Sarasota, Emin Wyant. She won the silver medal. She's been an absolute superstar her whole career. And she had the fastest time uh, of any woman in college athletics. Now, the NCAA... Uh, is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else uh, the woman's champion. And we think that's wrong. And so in Florida, I'm going to be uh, later. This is a Floridian who I think deserves to be recognized. You know, we're going to be doing a proclamation uh, saying uh, that Emma is the best female swimmer in the 500 meter freestyle because she earned that. And we need to stop allowing organizations like the NCAA to perpetuate frauds on the public. And that's exactly what they're doing. They are putting ideology ahead of opportunity for women. 
Guys, what do I say every single day now? When someone's telling the truth, you know they're telling the truth. And because we live in such a time of lies, it's actually a, uh, it's a relief. It's a release off your chest, isn't it? When you hear someone tell the truth and say the thing that we all know that is obvious, even though most people won't say it. And not only is he saying it, he is a man of his word because he did release the proclamation. And good for Emma, good for Emma. Emma, if you're watching, you are the best 500 swimmer in, in the state of Florida, maybe in the country. I don't know, you wanna come on the show, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll, what can I do for you? I'd love to help you out. Here's an image, in case you're just unsure of this story, I know it's been getting a lot of coverage. Uh, but first, here's an image after the race. So that's Leah Thomas on the left. That's Emma, is, was it Watson? Was it Emma Watson? No, not Watson. Um, Emma Wyant, sorry, Emma Wyant. Emma Watson is in uh, Harry Potter or something. <laughs> Different Emma. Uh, but okay, so there's Leah Thomas, the supposed winner, women's winner of this thing. Uh, and there's, of course, uh, Emma in the middle. There's the third place finisher on the right. Do you see, do you think maybe there's a biological problem? Am I a bigot or a racist or a Nazi for saying that maybe there's a biological problem? And if you wanna see how this is all connected to the media and how they lie about everything and push a narrative, NBC News covered this story and look at the image that they put up. This is actually, this is really, really extraordinary. These are the same people who are constantly, constantly telling you that everything, people are exactly the same. The image on the left right there is the image that NBC News used on their report. You can see it is heavily airbrushed to take away a lot of the male features, the strong features of the nose and the eyes and the mouth. I mean, look what they did there. That looks like it's Instagram airbrushed which girls use on Instagram to usually make their eyes look bigger and their skin softer and everything else. The image on the right is the unedited image. So NBC News ran this story and decided for the narrative of the story, we are going to make the guy, the woman with a penis who won first place, we are going to make he or she, whatever you wanna say, uh, in this case, I'm going to say he, and if they're gonna boot me off YouTube, it's ridiculous, but a guy should not be winning a woman's, uh, a woman's swimming race. It's just as simple as that, and that has nothing to do with bigotry and hatred, and you all know it, including you, you weirdo YouTube censors who are watching this right now, just waiting, and you freaks at Media Matters. One more time, put it up on the image one more time. So just know that, that NBC put that image up on the left. If they were honest, if NBC was honest, if journalists were honest, would they be airbrushing the image to make him look more like a her? I think not. But actually, if you do want to take care of your skin, this is my greatest segue ever. I want to talk to you guys about Chamonix. You know, if you have red, inflamed, blotchy, uneven skin tone, Leah Thomas has some of that actually. It can be a struggle for all of us. And what about fine lines, forehead wrinkles, and under eye puffiness? Well, Leah Thomas has some of that. The only solution has been abrasive, irritating products with retinol until now. Thanks to Genucel's new Ultra Retinol Cream, see all of the skin healing benefits of retinol and the hydrating effects of hyaluronic acid without harsh irritation. We should do it before and after of Leah right here. Genucel's Retinol Alternative Cream uses clinical concentrations of natural of a natural alternative to correct red inflamed skin, visibly reduce wrinkles and even out skin tone. Made for sensitive skin, it's effective hydration for all skin types and perfect for both men and women. This incredibly powerful anti-wrinkle treatment is packed with a blend of natural ingredients that gives your skin all the benefits of retinol without any of the unwanted irritation. Go to genucel.com slash Dave right now for up to 50% off the brand new ultra retinol cream. You will be amazed with the results or your money back. 
You'll also get GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours or less free with your order. That's an $89 value. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dave. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Dave. Free express shipping, free returns, exquisite customer service. GenuCell.com slash Dave. GenuCell.com slash Dave. And now back to me. Okay. You see what I'm doing on the show today, people? Because you're a wise audience. You guys are like the reverse MSNBC people. There are people right now watching MSNBC getting dumber. There are people right now watching The View, right? With those insane harpies and they're becoming dumber and more racist. Actually, right now, you're watching this and we're all learning a little something and we're doing it together. Well, you know what? Not only has Ron Ron DeSantis defended schools and teachers and parents, he's defending teachers, honestly, too, because the teachers are being indoctrinated by the administrations and by other teachers and everything else. So he's defending schools, he's defending parents, he's defending young girls when it comes to uh, swimming and athletics and everything else. Uh, But now let's back up to some of the other things that he's done over the last two years, okay? Because he's done an awful lot. While we have watched uh, most of our blue states and specifically the blue cities, I mean, New York, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, you guys know all the drill. Uh, While we watch them be destroyed, during BLM riots and through Antifa activities and everything else, Ron DeSantis decided to fund the police here in Florida and not just fund them, but fund them and then some. I asked the legislature in this legislative session, we need to do bonuses uh, for law enforcement. Someone to fund. Someone to fund the police. We're funding the police and then some. And then some, yeah. So you know what's happening right now? There are police officers literally from all over the country, good, decent, hardworking police officers who just want to uphold the law. They are moving to Florida right now. And that will make Florida safer and it will make the other places less safe. Because here, if you're a police officer, you're going to be respected by the administration, by your citizens and everything else. So he did the reverse of what the machine told him to do, right? And then what has happened subsequently? As these cities and states have crumbled, and you see all the videos, we've shown you all the videos of all the crime and all over all over the, uh, the cities and the states. I actually saw one in Beverly Hills, Los Angeles yesterday with a bunch of guys that just break into a jewelry store, broad daylight, broad daylight, tons of people on the street. They break in, grab a whole bunch of stuff. They stole three to $5 million worth of jewelry in the middle of the day. They have not been caught as of last I heard a few minutes before we started this thing. Uh, So here in Florida, we will have a well-funded, slick operation. And I have a lot of friends that are in the NYPD from my old New York days and and through some other connections. They've had it. They've had it. I mean, they really hated Bill de Blasio and they are not loving this Eric Adams guy. And it's like, hey, come on down to Florida and uh, Ron DeSantis will find a job for you and you'll be paid better and treated better and everything else. So, okay. So we went after Biden and the administration on policing. I just compared that with what DeSantis is doing here. But it's not just that. On the border crisis, uh, you know what's happening. You know what's happening in Texas. We showed you video. They're just, people are just walking over. It it is worse than it has ever been. Well, DeSantis uh, is gonna make sure that we take care of our border here in Florida. There was a letter that was recently sent by the governors of Texas and Arizona uh, seeking mutual aid, which we do all the time in, in inches of emergency. These states have sent Florida support when we've responded to emergencies here in our state, and they wanted support so that they could do 
what the federal government is either unwilling or unable to do, secure the border and protect the people, not just of their states, but of the entire country because of the nationwide impact that has. And so today, we're here to announce that the state of Florida is answering the call. Florida is going to support Texas and Arizona. Uh, we believe that securing the southern border is important for our country, but specifically we believe it will benefit the people of Florida uh, to be able to get this under control. And so where the federal government has failed, the states are stepping up. Think how extraordinary that is, right? Florida is mostly surrounded by water. We're a big peninsula. You've seen the map, right? Um, yet he is helping these other states that need help because the federal government is in complete dereliction of their duty. But I would even say it's worse than that. They are intentionally trying to collapse our system. That is what I have come to. That is the conclusion. And there's a beauty in what he also said there, which is that the states will do what the federal government won't. That is what the original founding documents were set up to do. Federalism, the states are supposed to do most of the stuff. And if, the, if that has ever become more clear, I mean, it has never been more clear than it is right now. Here's a beautiful moment. So, you know, they, they send all these immigrants in through Texas, but then once they get through Texas, you know, then they start bouncing through all these other states and then you don't know where they're settled. You don't know if they have COVID while we're locking down our people with COVID, but you don't have to come in with a mask. They come in through Mexico, but are, are they Haitians or from the Middle East or whatever? And by the way, nothing that I'm discussing right now and nothing that Ron DeSantis said had anything to do with bigotry or racism or anything else. A country either has borders or not. You either have laws or you don't. This is basic, simple stuff. There used to be an orange man who said that. I forget what happened to him. Um, but here is what DeSantis said we will do if they send illegal immigrants here to Florida. If they're going to come here, you know, we'll provide buses and provide them. Uh, we, I will send them to Delaware and do that. I mean, if, if he's not going to support the border being secured, then, then he should be able to have uh, everyone there. Uh, so we will do whatever we can uh, in that regard, and we are absolutely going to do everything we can. I mean, how freaking great. Send them to Delaware. Get the buses. Send them to Biden's house. I'm not kidding. Just send them to Biden's house in Delaware. Let, let them be in Delaware and hang out there, but they can't be here. And that has nothing to do with racism or anything else. I live in South Florida. I live in the Miami area. You, you hang out with 10 people, you're gonna hear 87 languages, okay? That is the beauty of this place. And by the way, many of the people that live here are Venezuelan and Cuban. Uh, they often come from places where communism and socialism and collectivism was tried, and they are the most freedom-loving people you will ever meet. Uh, so I love this idea. Uh, send them to Delaware. We, we need to clone DeSantis. That really is where we're at. Where are we at with human cloning? Can you guys Google that for me? I know we can clone dogs now. We, we did Dolly. We, we, yeah, we're, we're, oh, they might be doing it in China. Okay. <laughs> we need to clone the guy. All right, so let's move on. So now we're talking about uh, the border as well. And you can see that there's a stark difference between the Biden administration and uh, what DeSantis is doing here related to the border and how he's actually helping other states concerning the border. Uh, but also we're having some economic problems. Have you heard about that? Have you tried to get gas recently? Have you noticed about inflation? Are you trying to build a house or get any raw materials and two by fours cost 10 times what they did literally a year and a half ago. Uh, well, DeSantis is also trying to figure out, well, how can we protect ourselves while the federal government does all sorts of crazy things related to inflation. And now the Biden administration is talking about a digital dollar, which kind of sounds cool because that has something to do with crypto and Bitcoin or something, but uh, DeSantis can see through the curtain. 
Now, there's a difference between a decentralized digital currency, cryptocurrency like a Bitcoin, and what some are talking about doing uh, at the federal level to convert U.S. dollars into basically a digital currency. I think there's a lot of hazards with that when that's centrally controlled. Uh, I worry about the amount of power that that would give uh, someone in a central authority to basically be able to shut off access to purchasing certain goods. You know, we'd be in unchartered territories, and we've seen how some of these financial institutions acting at the behest of government can cut people off. Can you imagine um, if the federal government actually controlled whether you could even go in? So uh, I know Biden issued an executive order. I'm very concerned um, about that, um, and I think it's something that we need to be watching. It's the fundamental difference between decentralization and centralization. What, what the left seems to want, what the, the communists, I mean, there's just no point in calling them anything else. The Democrats, they're Democrats. I don't know what makes them Democrats anymore. What the Democrats, socialists, whatever they are, what they want is a centralized system because in a centralized system, somebody makes the decision and they're above you. They're the elites, they're above you and they tell you how to live. What freedom-loving people want is exactly what Ron DeSantis said right there, which is you want a decentralized system because that's bottom-up. That allows people to exchange goods and services with each other, hopefully for the benefit of both. And from that, you can build not only, it starts with individuals, but then you can hopefully build families and communities and all of those things, and then states and everything else. So when Biden says that we want, perhaps in the United States, a digital dollar, it sort of sounds right. It's like, oh, well, there's something about Bitcoin and crypto and digital dollar, it sounds right. But as DeSantis correctly points out, if it's centralized, that means they can just cut you off at any moment. That means they can shut down your wallet at any moment. Remember what happened in Canada a few weeks ago when they were going after the, the bank accounts of the truckers? Think how dangerous it would be if we have a digital dollar and then you protest the government and then all the government has to do, some, some government lackey bureaucrat Adios, amigo, your money is gone. And guess what? It's going to get funneled back into the system and we're all going to get a cut. The big guy does get his 10%. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be really, really careful of this. And I, I suspect that Florida will continue to figure out new innovative ways to work on the crypto side. I mean, we know that Gov uh, Mayor Suarez down here in Miami, I mean, he's leading a revolution. An actual revolution, a digital revolution is happening right here in Miami. It's, it's awesome. It's why we moved locals down here and, and Rumble moved to Sarasota. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but the other part of all of the economic mess that we have right now is that the price of gas is bananas. It's completely insane. I was in uh, LA early last week. It was $7.50 for regular unleaded. We showed you the picture a couple days ago about diesel somewhere in California, now $9.99 a gallon. Again, you, this isn't the type of thing you need me to explain to you. Just go to your local gas station. Is gas much higher or not? And by the way, it, would, it was going way higher before the Russia thing. So everyone keeps saying, oh, no, no, this is Russia's fault. As if we have no, our administration has no control over our economy whatsoever. It's all Russia. Russia can do whatever they want to us whenever they want. Just simply untrue. Uh, but, you know, Biden says that no matter how much money we pour into the economy, it doesn't affect inflation. And, you know, there's not much we can do about gas prices and everyone should get a Tesla. Well, he doesn't want you to get a Tesla, actually, because he doesn't like Elon Musk. He wants you to get like a GM electric car, even though the GM vault, remember the GM vault that the government poured uh, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars to, it failed. It doesn't, they don't produce those cars anymore. Um, but Ron DeSantis is taking the opposite approach. He is actually trying to give people a tax holiday. He is saying, we don't want your money as citizens. You guys are struggling because of the idiotic policies of the federal government. Well, we're going to give you an actual tax holiday to alleviate some of the pain. Inflation is an invisible 
tax on Floridians. It represents a pay cut for individuals and for families alike. And one of the ways families have felt the pinch has been in significantly higher gas prices. To help alleviate this burden for Florida families, I'm proposing a $1 billion gas tax holiday to help reduce prices at the pump. If Washington, D.C. won't change course, then we have a responsibility to step up on behalf of our Floridians. That's the governor. That's a chief executive of the state. President, you're a buffoon. Your policies are ridiculous. I'm going to do what I can for my people. Okay, so let's continue. We've been laying out a case here. So you, we've compared and contrasted Biden on schools, on gender, on border, on the economy. But it's not just that. It's also even foreign policy. Now, the governor of a state shouldn't have that much to do with foreign policy, right? He is the chief executive of a state. His job is to make sure that whatever state he's in charge of is going right in that state. You can chime in occasionally about foreign policy. Obviously, you have, a, you have free speech. You can say whatever you want. But technically, you shouldn't have to say that much about foreign policy. But we are now living in a time where it is very obvious that our administration not only is screwing everything up, again, either intentionally or not, everyone can make their own judgment call on that, um, but that nothing that they say is true. So it's impossible to have any moral clarity, uh, even in a case when a country like Russia invades another sovereign nation like Ukraine. So we just get these muddled, these ridiculously muddled messages from the administration. And, you know, we're not going to war. We're not going to make this thing World War III, but we're going to fund those guys and we're going to give them weapons. And maybe we're going to talk about a no-fly zone and we're going to do all the sanction stuff and everything else, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but how about some clarity on uh, the Putin guy? Ron DeSantis, ladies and gentlemen. This is a guy who's basically an authoritarian gas station attendant, okay? With some legacy nuclear weapons from the old Soviet Union. They, their whole society is hollowed out except for that energy. And so if you want to hit them, hit them at the gas pump. Hit them, hit them with energy. Yeah, you hit them with energy. Maybe say uh, if you were president, the first thing uh, that you don't do when you're Born in is cancel the Keystone XL pipeline and the 800,000 barrels of oil that we could have been getting a day from Western Canada. Yes, I know some of the oil still comes through and it comes through trains and everything else. But the point is we had opportunities to open this pipeline. It was going to happen. It was happening under Trump. We showed you a video a week or two ago of the premier of Alberta, Canada, talking about how, what a great opportunity it could have been and that they've got excess energy and it would have created, I think, 10,000 Canadian jobs on top of everything else. Uh, so yes, some energy independence might be good, but it's not really the route that the Democrats want to go because, you know, they've got AOC's Green New Deal. Damage from that woman. Um, okay. So you see the case, we're laying out the case. Now I just threw in some stuff about energy and gas and we talked about gender and we talked about schooling and we talked about borders. But now let's move on to uh, COVID. You may remember COVID. Do you, do you guys remember COVID? You guys, he doesn't remember COVID. Does that, doesn't, no. Nobody in this room remembers COVID. But there, all right, so there was a thing a while back, COVID, uh, where suddenly they wanted us to wrap our faces in things and hide from people and stay away from people and stay at a bunker and not go to work. You were allowed to go out if you wanted to destroy businesses. It was a, it was a real messy time. We, we, I don't know. We'll, we'll do more on it soon. Um, but not everyone went completely insane during COVID. Uh, Florida didn't go completely insane. And uh, this Ron DeSantis guy who I've uh, been talking about on today's show, uh, he fought the power. 
he fought the power that was demanding everyone close up, everyone mask up, everyone be forced to be vaccinated, and a whole bunch more. Uh, here he is railing against the CDC and Biden uh, because they're suddenly doing everything that uh, Ron's been doing for the last two years. These kids are so much happier being able to go to school without having to wear masks for eight hours a day. So when you start to see them kind of reevaluate or say all this, just understand this. The science didn't change. Well, the medical science didn't change. The political science changed. They feel the heat. They know that voters have been tired of perpetual lockdown policies. They know that they have basically offered no off-ramp, and, and they know that they're fixing to get whooped at the polls. And so that's what's causing the epiphany. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if they had looked at the actual science from the beginning, uh, they would have known that this was something that Florida was right on. Yeah, and we've shown you plenty of videos of our Surgeon General here in Florida, Latipo, who is not only a great guy who uh, DeSantis hired in the midst of all of this, um, but he happens to be a youngish black man. And if he was a lefty, he'd be on the cover of Newsweek and Time Magazine and everywhere else. Uh, but because he's a scary right-winger, because you know these right-wingers always demanding freedom and letting you live freely, uh, you probably don't know who he is, although we, we talk about him here. Uh, but that line, the medical science didn't change, the political science changed because they're now just doing all of the stuff that Ron DeSantis was doing the entire time. And in case it's not clear, guys, as a new Floridian, someone that's been here for, what, two and a half, three months at this point, I live in a different country than when I lived in dystopian California. And you know what, I just mentioned dystopian California. I haven't put any money in the jar lately. This is the escape. Cali fund. I will be giving a couple thousand bucks to somebody who wants to leave California at the end of the year and move to Florida. I'm going to put in 10 for this. You know, I feel good. And uh, I'm going to throw in a, a, a bunch of extra money at the end of the year. And someone, I want you to escape and I want you to bring your family and your resources and everything else down to Florida and help us build a, a great state, which we, we've already got a great state, but I want you to help keep it great. Um, DeSantis also has called out the, the ridiculous hypocritical politicians of the last two years because all of these absolutely clownish buffoons, AOC partying in Miami Beach, right? But if you make fun of her for partying in Miami Beach, she says just because you want to have sex with her. Uh, AOC, I do want to be clear about something. I do not, and I, I repeat, I do not want to have sex with you, okay? It's very important you understand that. I do not, there's the clip for today's show, okay? I do not want to have sex with AOC, uh, but a bunch of them, right? Eric Swalwell was down here, Gretchen Whitmer was down here. These people were locking down their own constituents while they partied in Florida, the place that they were saying was run by a bigot and a Nazi and a right-wing maniac and all of that stuff. And then they came down here to be unmasked. Um, AOC, probably the worst of all of them because she went to a bar, it happened to have been a drag bar in, in Miami Beach and she's got just tons of people around her and they're fawning over her like the golden calf. It's really disgusting. And she literally had kids locked down and still in masks in New York while she did it. Well, DeSantis ain't taking it from these people either. Big city mayors. And I'll tell you, and anchor some of these uh, uh, leftist TV hosts who constantly criticize Florida, mandate masks, lock down all this stuff. Then they end up on the beach somewhere in South Florida. I'll tell you, one of the things I'm proud, though, is like our Floridians, they give these people hell when they see them down here because they're they're proud of our freedom and they know these people have been bad mouthing 
the, the cherry on the Sunday was when you had over New Year's, you had AOC coming down, criticizing Florida, then comes down. So we decided to make uh, kind of a, a little joke about it. So we created T-shirts that said Escape to Florida, the Lockdown Liberal Tour. And instead of having concert dates on the back, we had Governor Whitmer, March of 2021, AOC, and the dates they were all in Florida. And we sold more outside the state than we sold here because people realize how hypocritical these people are. This is how you win. You guys get it? And it's not about winning for winning's sake. It's winning for freedom's sake. It's winning to save freaking America, which is hanging on by a thread. But we can do it. And, and everyone watching this, whatever state you're in, get this video to your governor so they get some balls. Here's Ron DeSantis just kind of recapping the whole thing. So this is a video from a couple months ago, uh, but he's just recapping like a whole bunch of stuff that, that uh, Biden has done wrong about everything. Afghanistan, border, masking kids, and a whole bunch more. Not only that, he was on vacation. They had to ply him off of vacation to give a kind of a, a half-cocked statement on camera that he said wasn't taking questions. Then he goes back on vacation and he is obsessed while you have all the stuff going on with Afghanistan, obviously all the stuff at the southern border, which you and I have talked about, one of the biggest border disasters in the history of our country, inflation, gas prices. And what does he do? He is obsessed with having the government force kindergartners to wear masks all day in school. In Florida, we believe that that's the parents' decision. Joe Biden thinks the federal government should come in and overrule the parents and force these young kids to wear these masks. And you gotta wonder, where are your priorities that you're so obsessed with this issue and so obsessed with taking away parents' rights and you're letting Afghanistan burn, our border burn, and so many other things in our country fall to pieces? All right, so that was DeSantis months ago, just kind of recapping a bunch of the things that I've talked about here. But, you know, as I lay out this case, as the prosecutor of the Biden administration and, and the defense attorney, let's say, for Ron DeSantis, even though he doesn't need my defense, the guy's defending himself and he's doing it right and he has incredible staff behind him. That, that they're just doing it right. The messaging is right. They're hitting, they're on the attack. They take no bullshit from the media, all of that stuff. But as I lay out this case, I am also acting here as the judge. And a judge would say, well, I'd like to see all the information. You know what I mean? You, you're, this is maybe has seemed a little slanted, almost. You know, what are you, you don't like Biden? You, you play all these clips of, of DeSantis? You don't like Biden? Give me a Biden clip so that it'll even this freaking thing out. Biden must be a good guy. My, Biden must really care about America and not sort of handing over America's power. Biden wouldn't want to usher in some sort of weird thing, say like a new world order thing. That's crazy talk. You know, Nobody. we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of, as the, uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order. and. That hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. All right, the choice is yours. The choice is yours, America. Not just Florida. The choice is yours, America. You can either elect leaders who will defend the way of life we have come to know, the way of life that all of our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents, and in many cases even before that, came to this place to build a better life, 
and they freaking did it. And we're giving it away. So you can either follow Joe Biden down through his new world order. And when I say Joe Biden, you're not really following Joe Biden. You're, you're, you're following whoever's in charge of Joe Biden. Or you can follow the other guy that I talked about here. Uh, we've got a great cold close for you today because uh, the hearing for the new Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson is happening. And there was a, just an extraordinary moment that we're going to tease here at the end of the show today. And then we'll do a full coverage on that tomorrow. And she's sort of the perfect, she's the perfect Biden nominee. Uh, but I want to get to a couple uh, locals comments real quick. Uh, Amy says the amazing Governor DeSantis just signed a law for a financial literacy requirement for high school graduates. I know I saw it a minute before we started the show, which is why we didn't cover it. I am sure we will be told it's racist. It will, I mean, for sure, for sure, we will be told it's racist. If you say that high school graduates have to have the basic understanding of economics so that they can go out into the world, you will be called racist. But we will continue and he will go on. I know, it's, it's just more goodness. It's more goodness. Dragonhawk says, I still say that the female swimmers need to all refuse to race a biological male. They have to stop expecting everyone else to fix it for them. That's a really interesting concept. And, and it's very in line with the things that I believe. Like you must fight for yourself. You cannot expect, if, you, if you're a young female swimmer, you cannot expect that the system will magically correct itself for you. Yes, Ron DeSantis did the right thing and we, he signed this proclamation uh, so that Emma is the winner, in effect, of the 500. Um, but that, that, that's one piece of the fight. The other piece of the fight is what you can do. Whether you're a swimmer or the parent of a swimmer or you're a swimming coach, everyone knows this is wrong. And we're all afraid of something that we're not sure what it is. What are we really afraid of here? Are we really afraid that if you say the truth, that men and women are different, it's just how it is, right? It's just what biology and evolution has, has rung for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years and millions of years. They're different. Men had to go out and kill to bring the food home and the women usually were home taking care of the kids and that's just fine. And yet there are margins on both sides where sometimes you have men who are more caregivers and women who wanna be out there more, but there still are fundamental differences, which is why Leah Thomas was 450th or so when, when she was a man or man was, bleh. Jeff says, Stark difference between Biden administration and any semblance of reality. Yeah, maybe I'll just start calling the DeSantis administration the reality administration. It's just like reality here in Florida. It's just reality. And reality is better than whatever this fake nonsensical BS that they're putting us through is, uh, is going and it's happening right now. Guys, quick reminder before the cold close, DaveRubin.com slash events. You can join me on tour. Dennis Prager will be joining me. Megan Kelly, Blake Masters. Megan McCain, Glenn Beck, Larry Elder, Benny Johnson, Michael Malice, Andrew Clavin. We got a couple other big names coming. It's just going to be awesome. We're opening this thing in Orlando. I wanted to do the first couple shows right here in Florida. Honestly, I, there was a point where I was telling my whole team I only want a tour in Florida. And I was, I, they said, no, no, you must get out there. Um, but we're going to add a bunch more dates. I know a lot of people are asking about Nashville specifically. We just couldn't work it on this first leg. Uh, but the book is out on April 12th. The tour begins April 18th right here in Florida, in Orlando, in, in Disney's shadow. We will be in Disney's shadow, but we're going to do it. Uh, if you want to play along during the show for the live chat, you can uh, join us at rubenreport.locals.com. Part one of my interview with uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano is up on YouTube and Rumble right now. And the full thing's up absolutely ad-free. 
at uh, at locals and our cold close, ladies and gentlemen, which I think sort of fits perfectly with everything we've done today. So you have a good one and we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.